Hi everybody. Welcome to season 11 of Arch Conversations. And I don't know if you recognize this guy, but he's an old bird. <laughs> he's an OG um, in the streetwear industry. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Chewy. I'm the old bird, the OG <laughs> in the streetwear industry. He's the OBOG. So we made I, that. Yeah, we, we run streeting.com, like the, the media that have been around for the past 15 years, maybe? 15 years. So yeah, kind of like people say OG. That means old guy losing my hair, <laughs> which is our topic of today. Like, <laughs> lost. So today, um, in season 11, I want to talk about loss. And we have four guests as per usual, and every guest will talk on a different topic of loss. And today we're talking about Chewie's hair loss. Take it away. <laughs> Gilad, Gilad. The day I met Steph Earth, I started <laughs> losing my hair. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we're not going to do that. Um, we are going to talk a little bit more about your career, mm. your businesses. Yep. From Malaysia to Singapore. Yep. Do you want to tap a little bit about that, about your history, about yeah. streeting? Uh, I started streeting in unofficially in 2005. Uh, why did I say unofficially? It's because I, I didn't register a proper business for it. It's just like a hobby, you know, stuff like mm. So it was during the heyday of like Frontal Lab, if you remember, you know, Frontal Lab, the Faiz Plaza days, you know. Yeah. So we wanted to do something a little bit more regional because I feel like Singapore, Malaysia, if you work as a country, it's a small country, whether it's Singapore or Malaysia. I'm talking about the population of people who have interest in streetwear, sneakers, subculture. It's very small. Back oh, back day. in the day? Yeah, it's tiny, right? But that was fun. Actually, I yeah. preferred it then, oh. to be honest with you. I'm not I'm not hating on it right now. I'm yes. glad that yes. they're all making money. Yes. But um, back in the day where you actually have to dig for stuff, yeah. find it, and there were like very very few numbers of yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. So, uh, you know, I used to travel back and forth, you know, get to know... The friendly peeps of Fice Plaza, no shout out Anthony, the left foot crew, you know, uh, surrender back in the days, ambush, you know, even surrender, ambush, ambush bus, yeah, correct. So we would come to, you know, we'll take bus actually, not even fly, we'll take bus to Singapore. Oh, I remember that, you know, yeah, like back then when I went to KL to meet Blink, yeah, so by bus, uh, always by bus. Know, the first time I met you officially at Blink's when, party, is Blink it the pool party, yeah, right? Oh, he, he launched, remember, a website. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that one, I think, like everybody from Singapore kind of went. You went. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's when it was fun because back then everything, like you said, right, it's a little bit more organic, like a, a little bit more underground. Very underground. Mm -hmm. You know, you there are a handful of people doing things. You know, yeah, a handful correct. of people, and everyone knew everyone. Yes, in Fire Plaza. So everything was a little bit more underground, like you said. But it's kind of know. funny as well because back in the day, only like those few people would know what you're wearing. Yeah. So we would just always go to Fais. I don't know in Malaysia what spot it was. But if you're wearing streetwear and you want to kind of front your outfit, of there's only one place to go. Yeah. It's not like Instagram, you put it out there and yeah. everyone can see, yeah. right? You just walk around Vice. FEP is a place to be, you know, whether you're sitting in front of like Burger King, you know, yeah, like yeah. showing your latest sneakers, your yeah, Nike yeah. SB or whatever, right? Yeah. So that that was, I, I think that was the beginning of that venture of, you know, coming to Singapore, you know, yeah. and making connection, making friends here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and Singapore has always been the, you know, like two steps ahead from to from Malaysia. Is Singapore. it really? Yeah, of course, like, even though, of course, Malaysia has a bigger population, but in terms of, like, trends and technology, you, know, oh. you know, like, back then, before streetwear, people would come here to buy JPG, you know. Mm, true, 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 you know, true. Like, Blink would always come here and, like, exactly. little stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, buy your Versace jeans. And yeah, you know, yeah, that kind yeah. Of, like, before streetwear, there was, like, this luxury movement. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Now Jean-Paul Sonia Raikel. Correct. At that yeah. time, in yes. the 90s. Everybody needs to have the wallet with the metal plate. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. Or the dragon. Yeah, so <laughs> we, I mean, when you are from Malaysia, that's, like, I mean, for people like me, yeah. old, old dudes, right? We come here to shop. I'm so happy, like, that you're old. Because I always have a lot of young um, podcasties come on, and they don't know my references. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so I've been, yeah, I've been really into it. Even since like my high school days, you know, we'll come with like friends to go to like Queensway, you know, to look for like that sneakers or everything. Yeah. So it's yeah. always in me. So yeah, back fast forward to 205, you know, I started coming to Singapore a little bit more. Yeah. Made friends, go party at Zook, you know, yeah, I yeah. hang out with uh, friends here a little bit more. And we started working with um, Nike. So Nike back then, it was still based in Changi, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. And so we're getting jobs from Nike and I started to realize, hey, you know, like, better take this shit seriously. Man. Yeah. You know, like, 
don't play play lah. Yeah. And you know, so we we I started doing my finances, mm-hmm. thinking about how to how do I move here. So I think we moved here in 2007, but even 2007, I was still back and forth. You know, it wasn't like a I, w- I wasn't based here. Based yeah, here. yeah. I would go back. We registered a company here in 2007 and started doing business here. Um, and then I would go back and forth for many years, for many years. Then I think fast forward to maybe 2014, 2012 onwards, I started to be, I started seeing myself spending more time here. You know, for the business and probably the connection got a little bit stronger here. I, I started to have more friends, people asking me to do more things, going to more parties. You know, the early two, uh, early 2010 to 2015, I think number 15, maybe. Yeah, 13 was the craziest days I think of my party life <laughs> in Singapore. Has it stopped? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I, I just party with you in Hong Kong. Yeah, but I, I don't feel like we just had this conversation. We don't. I mean, I don't go to big clubs. No, same, 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 same. Like, I, I totally agree. Small, like small gig, you know. Yeah, gig. I like small parties, bars, but no more clubbing yeah. for me. I, I like going to a place I can drink, but I can also talk to you. Yes, yes, yes. So same. I don't have to yell. And, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I really yeah. hate that. And same. The next day you lose your voice, not yeah. because. You went to karaoke because you fucking oh sorry you scream. You can cuss, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. So yeah, so that's how I think we. Ever since then, you know, I yeah, I started to base here, and then I kind of like dated my wife here. My wife is Thai. Uh, she worked here, and then we got married here. So I think that's how I. It just made sense. Yeah, like everything started to continue from here. Yeah. Ever since, so I think back to your topic, you no, know, we came a lot. Like of course. If you don't want to talk about the topic of lost, you know, uh, I think I because of that, I used to. I mean, like my story, right? I started in Malaysia. I still your roots are you are Malaysian, right? I'm still Malaysian, you know. I had my Malaysian company, and because I spent so much time here, there was a time that my partner in Malaysia and I weren't on the same page. But he was such a close friend, and he's still a very good close friend of mine that. I don't want to lose our friendship over that. So, which is a great topic because when you told me about loss, right? I I choose not to lose the friendship. So I say, hey, you know what? Take the company. You know, take the company. I will support you still, but I'm no longer a partner in that company. But did you, you get like, anything out of it, or you I, just like? No, there's no meaning. I really gave away the company. Oh, it's like take it. You know, take your shares. Uh, take I. You know, like I mean, I could take back some money for the shares, but I think he worked hard enough. To build the company as I do, and I think he deserves it, so I give it like as it is. I like, yeah. do it. Good luck to you. I will still support you. You know, and I still let him use the brand street thing in Malaysia whenever he wants to do something. So he continued to take over, and up to today we are still friends. That is the mm. greatest takeaway from that. Even though I I might tell people, hey, I don't have the company in Malaysia anymore, but to me it's a blessing because now I can have dinner with him whenever I see him. There's no hard feelings, you know. Mm. It's just yeah, and he's he's doing it. He's doing well, and I'm doing well here. So everybody is kind of with me, you know. Yeah. So sometimes when you lose something, it doesn't mean that you lose everything. I feel. I think okay. Let's go back and yep. break this down because I feel like you put it in very simple and lighthearted terms. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm sure going through that process, it took you a long time to get to. You know what? You weighing out your options. Of course. You know, do I give up the company or do I give up this friendship? It must not have been easy. Yep. Right. With gains, there are losses in the business yep. context, especially for you, right? Yes. Moving your uprooting your life to come here, because I feel like as much as you say, yeah, you you're having more work here, you have more connections, right? Mm. Uprooting your life to move, even though yes, it's really close, yep. has a lot of implications. Because yep. at that time you were not even married yet, yep. right? And then to think like it may not work out here, but sure. the back home it's sure. like kind of stable, right? Yep. To give that up yep. and to say like fuck it, you know what? Let him have it. I'll just restart. Yeah. Right with the connection I have here, Correct. I don't think that's as easy as you put it. Obviously, OG being where you are, it's been many years. You're just like a jovial. Your energy has always been. Whenever I see you, it's like this, lao an tong, right? Happy go lucky, just a happy like. guy. But I'm sure it. <laughs> but I'm sure it must not have been easy. So what were you weighing out at that time? I, I think mostly the. You know, at the end, we are businessmen. Like you are running a business, right? You probably weighed out your businesses. Like, hey, you know, what if I get a a big project in Malaysia and everything would go to him? Correct. Me, right? Exactly. That's yeah, what I mean. Things like that. But I think 
I would always like attribute back to my dad. My dad always tell me like, you know, like just life shouldn't be so complicated. You know, like there are enough money to be made. I feel if you work hard enough and you stick enough longer at your what you do best. So I really, I really, I think I saw through that. I really didn't overthink of that. I'm like, yeah, it, I think it's time to move on. And that came from my instinct. You know, when I, before I went to sleep, after he had this conversation with me, it's just like my instinct telling me, uh, let go, it's, it's fine. Things will be, I wouldn't say better, but like things will be fine. Like, you know, so I think, I it's think. It's like a gut feeling. Yeah, it's a gut feeling to say, okay, you know, like you can make, you, you can find business somewhere else, you know, to, to, to not to say replace, to make up for your loss in that part of uh, the thing. Yeah. I think a bit, just to expand on that a little bit more, right? Because you were weighing out your friendship and that was so important mm-hmm. to you. I think that is very relevant for current day as well. Sure. Just talking about losing friendships. Yeah. What is it worth? You know what I mean? Like for me, I've lost friendships over and over in my lifetime. And when that happens, I snowball into what do I do, what do I do, what do I do, right? Because I want to know what I did wrong in order to do better or change or salvage this friendship. But more often than not, sometimes people are also not ready to talk about it, giving other people space and this and that. So I feel like it was quite magnanimous of you to calculate that and put that into the picture. Because a cutthroat, just a businessman calculating numbers would have been like, hey, give me my actual share. You know, like, I'm a silent partner or whatever. Give me 20%, you take 80 or whatever. Um, so I really think that like, it's a big decision you made. It's really not easy. And I'm sure you know, like, it especially, don't talk about every other business, right? Talk about streetwear business. That's where the most fallout yeah, story Yeah, 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 right? exactly. I mean, we've been in this industry. You, you know it, like, we hear so much. So story. many stories. Yeah, whether it's from Singapore or America. You Doesn't know, matter. Like, everybody has this fallout. Like, what? That guy and that guy fall out? Yeah. You know, hear it every month. Yeah, not every day, there's a lot of ego, bad. there's a lot of yes. beef, there's a lot of pride, and there's a lot of like, are you a purist? Like, how can you do this? Like, you're going against like the, the history of yes. streetwear and this and that. Like, it's a lot. I think ego is probably the biggest roadblock in, in, in running a streetwear business for me. Yeah. Like, that's but why I don't I think, feel like you have a very exactly. big ego. So I think that's, that's the difference between me and a lot of streetwear owners or bosses or whatever you want to call them. I think that's, that's the first thing I let go. I can be friends with many people without looking at you and say, hey, you are somebody, therefore we should hang out, bro. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, that, Very pretentious. That is, yeah, that is me, but that's how streetwear is. I'm sure you know as well. Like, we go to events, right? People look at you, oh, that guy is somebody. That's why we need to hang out. Yeah, like they will introduce you as your brand. Yes. Right? Yes. Or like your title. Yes. Or what yes. you do. Yes. It's not just like, hey, right. let's strike up an organic yeah. conversation or I like your vibe, yeah. you know, exactly. kind of thing. It's not like, oh, I like your personality. I yeah. think we can hang out. But yeah. it's more like who you are. What can you do for me exactly. and what can I do exactly. for you? So, do we have that photo for Instagram yet? Correct. So that's like all the checkbox yeah. like, to make friends these days. You yeah. know, like yeah. go to an event especially. So I think I I don't, I, I never want to have that. Yeah. That's something that I try to train myself I, I didn't have to train for it, but like I, I constantly remind myself, like yeah, mental. I don't want to. I don't want to be. And it's very easy to fall into that. Of course, you know, category. You know? And talking about like loss of like friendship, there are a lot of friends. I mean, we make friends along the way the, for the past 10, 20 years. No matter how many years, you would have friends that come in and out from your circle, right? Like sometimes you you have better vibe with somebody and you yeah. come out a bit more. Yeah. That person, your other friend, eventually might, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. the thing. For me, is one thing I always train myself. I just had this conversation with Shovis. Is I would never, if someone who is a dearest friend to me, I will always hang on to his or her hand for a very long time, even though he might not be relevant to what my lifestyle is. I will always check on him or her, you know, to say, "Hey, are you okay? Let's go," you know, without talking about what I do, you know. Mm. What I mean? It's just like, "Hey, bro, how are you? Hey, sis, how are you? Yeah. Shall we go for like, you know, food and see, you know?" So I feel like and. This streetwear industry, you know, the most tiring part is you have to stay relevant. That's, mm. you know, like everybody, whether you're like a KOL, uh, a brand, everybody wants to be so relevant, but staying relevant is so tiring. You know, right? Like it's like, oh man, I need to change out some content. Yeah. Be relevant yeah. to the new Yes, 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 of course. Yeah. So, so I think the, the thing is, I, I mean, I want to put it out there as well at your podcast is, you know, like being relevant is one thing, but being true to people who care about you the most 
is more important than that. Than that. Yeah, now, for sure. For business, of course, you want to be relevant. Like what we do day in, day out, we need to let's think what's relevant. Let's do something good. Yeah. But at the back, you know, don't let go of the true friends because those are the ones who really helped you in the past. Yeah. Or like still help you. So I will hang on very tight to those people who helped me. Like for example, in the beginning, I always talk about this story, even though not, I mean, not to you, is Anthony of Left Foot. Like when I came to Singapore, he probably was the one that... Really, Don't cry. Uh. He want tissue. No. <laughs> Prepare tissue. He, he's probably the one that really helped me the most. You know, like he, good times, bad times, you know, he's, he has always been there, like my mentor in a way. And now he's a little bit more retired. Like, like he's, uh, sure. oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be in the scene anymore. Tired lah. Yeah. But I will still always remember that, you know, I would never say, hey, you know, like, no, he won't hang out with you. Then definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. hang out. Yeah. I'll still make it a point to hang out with him. You know, like he, he's still very close to my heart. So that's like one example. I think, you know, we should always remember. What about is the opposite? Mm. What if, the friendships that you have for a long time yeah. hurt you. That's the most hurtful one, you know, like the... But can the you, do you let that go or you try and repair? I will, I mean, if it's beyond repairable, of course you cannot. But that person, right, will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. Let's say, for example, there's really a bad fall out there, but you helped me before. I will always be grateful to you. Maybe we don't hang out anymore as often, like I don't go dinner or hang out or text you every day, but... I will always remember, oh, you know, she always helped me. Mm. You know, I that as in when you go out there and you speak of the person, yeah. it's still positive. Yeah. I always I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. kind of the same. I think when I was younger, mm. a bit old now. <laughs> so when I was younger and we had fallouts and we had issues, it was very much vindictive. You want that yeah. person not to do well. Yep. You want that person not to do well in their career or whatever, like mm. fail la, come on, fail on yeah. that kind of character, you know, whatever. She's very negative energy. And I found that very tiring after a while. Oh. Or even the, 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 the issue about like, uh, they, they're lost. You know, if they lose me, it's like that ego coming into play. And then now that I'm older, I'm turning 40 next year, right? I've let everything go. Like even in the past, like I, whatever friendships that maybe I fucked up. Of yeah. course, sometimes you fuck up, right? For sure. Sometimes other people fuck up. Yeah. Whoever I see now, if I meet in real life, I go up to them and I apologize. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when I'm drunk, I don't know if I say something wrong and I know there's something between us, I don't know what, like that kind of thing. But the ones that cannot be repaired, like you said, I think, same. I just want to, I wish them very well. Mm. I say it out all the time. Like, if anyone asks about them, I would, there's nothing negative anymore. There's, I don't hold on to that kind of like energy. We are, you know, when you, like you're saying, right, you're turning 40, I turned 40 already. Tomorrow, I will turn 47. Is it your so, birthday yeah. tomorrow? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm Really? Is he lying? 47. No, I'm turning 47 tomorrow. Uh, it, it's I, my dad's birthday. Yeah, see? I could be your dad too. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell myself, we are too old to be vindictive or hate yeah. on anything. You know yeah. what I mean? No, 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 no. Wrong. I think I, I will I'll correct that a bit. I think we should start younger. Of course. Like of course, to, to of course, let go of, of this, like, it's not that we're too old. It's just right. like, I think it's our era. Mm. Like I was, we, before this cast, I was just saying, right? Mm. Back in the day, it's all about like, hey, you can't sit with us. Mm. You're not cool enough. Yeah. Hey, which, you know, like, we're, we're this crew, you know? Who's hey, a crew, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like these days, the younger kids, are, it's very beautiful to see them embracing kindness. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of hate in this world. Mm. But I do see like the young kids have a different culture and that's nice. And I guess it's nice for us to grow as it, even though we're older, when we're still like within, we can still connect with the younger crowd and be part of that movement yep. versus like keeping to, I still know some older kids around yeah. our age who are still keeping to that oh, purist yeah. like, no, let them blame or how, come, how can they, you know, like that kind of thing. The energy is still like that, but, but I'm very happy to let it go. And I wish I had done it yep. way earlier. Yep. And I would preach this to the world. I feel like yes. your heart is way lighter when you do. Of course. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We, we are too, I mean, again, I don't emphasize we're old, but life is too short to keep up with all the negativity you know of the past so I always think like that's why I always tell myself like, I always remind myself it's like, dude yeah like 40 yeah, turning, I'm turning 47 right how many more years can you be angry yeah that you know what I mean like you really and it shows you know midlife it shows on your face it shows on you know like it's like why do you you're want harboring this energy other people's mistake you know what yeah. I mean like if someone doing something wrong to you you are like oh but also I feel like yeah. to like to forgive yourself. Mm, 
Of course. I think for a very long time, I held a lot of yeah. guilt yeah. of what I have done in my life, yeah. being young or stupid or reckless, yeah. hurting people with my words and stuff because I could and things like that. Yeah. To forgive yourself is a very big step. Yes. To learn to love yourself, I think that's where the forgiveness for others begin. Yeah. That's the first step. Yeah. To forgive yourself, to love yourself more, then you can forgive others. Correct. You cannot like so selfless, you know, I forgive yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You to forgive yourself. Yeah, no. No, I think like, it doesn't work that yeah, way. correct. Like, no one is perfect. No. That's yeah. the truth. Like, every when you think, oh, this guy is perfect. No one's perfect. Yeah. We all have our flaws and mistakes. We've done shit, man. Yeah. You know, like, so, you know, how do you move on from there and like, don't remember, I mean, forgive yourself and forgive others. I think yeah. that's a big step. And you'll be happier, trust me. Yeah. When you look around, you're like, hey, I'm so happy, I'm surrounded with good people. You know, yeah. I, and people still, still could come out into you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Might, not be, might not be good good friends anymore. So, see, I mean, not that we're not good friends, not that we're good friends, mm. but um, the fact that like I saw you, where did, where did I recon reconnect with you? At was the, uh, the Shopto. <laughs> oh, yes, on. yes. When, with, yeah, when, yeah. when Jeff was here. Jeff, yeah. So, when I saw you, it's just immediately because my energy had changed mm. from the person I was where I you can't sit with us energy. Yep. So seeing you with Ma Ong, mm. I was just like, oh my God, familiar faces, haven't, haven't seen them in so long. And it doesn't, even though we were never close, it didn't feel like I shouldn't come up and say hi. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like, hey, what if they judge me? I, I, I let that all fucking go. Yeah, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> just like, hey, what's up? Hi, so long, a long time no see and stuff. And it felt so good yes. when you reconnect this way. Yes. And, and when the energy is received as well, mm. you know, it takes two more. Of you course. can't just like do it by yourself. And then the person's like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which has happened to me as well. Of course. But I'm totally okay yeah. with that too. Yeah. I think some point, like some point when you are younger, you might not be close to somebody. But at one point, you feel like you can connect. For example, let's say, let's talk about you and me. Yeah. We, maybe we weren't really close or like hang out back in the days. But if you... Maybe now we have better energy. Correct, there. correct. Then we can be better friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah so sure. it's, it's not. It's the right, right time. Yeah. yeah. Right, right energy as well. The yeah. right maturity. Correct, correct. Hit, like, hey, you know, this one is quite cool. You know, we can hang out. Yeah. I think that's the best thing. And, and, and it wasn't it wasn't facetious. It's not like what you said before about like, hey, uh, must take the photo, you know, street thing, uh, must post. It's not about that at all. You know, it's not about that stuff. Um, it was really just about feeling the organic energy of someone that. I recognize and I haven't seen in so long. Mm. Let me say hi and just see how it goes. You know? Yeah. And the least is to enjoy each other's company. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I, I wasn't like this energy, we won't really hang out in Hong Kong as well. You know what no, I mean? No, no, like, definitely not. You know what I mean? Like, like, weird. Yeah, like, so correct. Like, if you were still like... If awkward, everybody awkward. Or like, so, you're trying to be cool. Sure, cannot hang out. I, I, yeah, uh, I wouldn't. But I'm never uh, that kind of person. You yeah. Know? I don't think I'm a cool dude. So I never think like... <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking cool, you know. So, yeah. But of course, now, now it's even more easy. Yeah. Like as in, like it's okay. You know, like we hang out. Like if unless, uh, like you said, what well, the guy is that, like, yeah, yeah, and snobby course, and all that. Which I, I've also met. Yes. I've also met. I hate to hang out with people who are too cool for school. These yeah. Days. Back in the days, you kind of yeah, the guy damn cool. Uh. Yeah. But now uh, I got no time for people. Correct. Correct. Cool. Right. Yeah. You're sad, man. Like, yeah. Then. What are you gonna reply like? What's up, man? Like, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's up? Yeah. So I much rather meet a friendly person or the best a funny person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Same. You know what I mean? Like sharing energy. Really, like awesome. Hey, yeah. You know. So yeah. I, I cannot do it anymore. Like, yeah. I can say hi, what's up for like one second. I'll oh, fuck off. You know, hi, what's up, man? Uh, up? I don't know. Back and forth. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't do it. Either. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. So. You run this thing called street mm. thing, right? Everyone knows. Yeah. Out, out of topic, not lost. Just want to know. Sure. I think we had this short conversation at the airport yeah. when I actually brought up coming on the podcast, mm. coming back to Singapore. We, yeah. we took the same flight, um, random. So I want to know, mm. of all the people that you interviewed, let's not drop names lah, huh? because it's not very nice. What types of people do you prefer to interview are easier to interview? I'm saying this because at, this podcast is in... How many people have I interviewed, Jace? About seventy people mm. in a short span of one year, mm. I mean, of course, in your in your whole span of history, you've been way more. But I have noticed that mm. not everyone interviews well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, okay, so for example, if I, if I like, for example, let's say I say, "What's up, man?" Mm. Then you go like, <laughs> like that, that exactly because yeah, then then the interviewer has something yeah. wrong, right? Yes, yes. But if let's say I say like like in the beginning where we're trying to pound out what we're gonna do, right? Let's talk about loss, mm. and then you go like, uh. 
Yeah. End of story also. I, I feel, okay, I feel, I want to say this, right? From, I mean, from the context of what you are saying is, I think Asian in general are less expressive. Mm. I'm different. Okay, mm. maybe I'm a talkative guy. Lah, you know? mm. But in general, let's say, we bring it back, like, okay, we go to five months, yeah? mm. and you want to do this, right, with like, the OGs. Mm. I doubt, I can tell you, not many of them uh, can talk like that. Mm. You know, it's just, I think it's a little bit, especially Asian in general, whether mm-hmm. you are Singaporean, Malaysian. No, okay, but you also told me there were some people that you interviewed that don't have, like if you ask them a straight question, they give you a straight answer. Yeah. No backstory. Yeah. The ones that you preferred to interview you were the ones who actually gave you, let's say, why did I design this, right? Oh, because I needed to make a bottle that's functional. Yeah. Versus, yes. you know what? I, I ride a bicycle, like, you know, yeah. give the story, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like, the in the Asian context, I think people are just a little bit... Apprehensive. Most of them, most of them like, I'm not saying 100%. Less, yeah, expressive in terms of like, sharing that backstory or like, to elaborate on the stories or the feelings. Mm-hmm. Not the feelings. I mm-hmm. think feelings... I think yeah. it's in Asians to not be vulnerable in public. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's what yeah. it was. Correct. Like least. I mean, even now, like so, take a very good example. I will drop names because he's a very good like, Jeff. Jeff is a very good speaker. Mm. He's very expressive. He can talk about his feelings, his upbringing, you know, his failures and whatever. So that's very open. Him, yes, he's, that makes him such a good speaker, and you would listen to him. That's why he makes such a good post for his podcast because he's such a good speaker to start with and he knows how to express exactly what he wants to say. Yeah, so he's that articulate. Is, yeah, very articulate. So that is one thing that I'm still learning to, to be like that, okay? And I think it's very, I don't want to say difficult, but less people in the Asian context have that. And because I think Jeff was brought up in America, you know, where your, your public speaking has to be really good, that's how you express, you can talk a little bit more about that. So back to your question, like a lot of designer, of course they are artists. The artists, the designers, like you said, why do you design this model? Because I like the color white and it looks kind of cool. That's it, you know? There are some people like that, but they are also very, like Daniel Ashram, I just met him. He's very good because he's a new age designer artist, right? That very well-trained, PR-trained, you know. Maybe he's also uh, has been on social media long enough to know what to say and how to express his feelings a little bit more. Whereby you also meet someone like Lenny Futura. Great, great, great storyteller. I love Lenny. You know, Lenny has so many great stories to tell. He wasn't trained, but that's his personality. So I think sometimes it's just a matter of like, what kind of personality that, you know, you are, you are talking to, you know. But in general, like from my experience, it's really the Asian ones are a little bit more... Apprehensive. Yeah. I feel like it's because we're not supposed to be vulnerable yep. in public. Yep. But like you said also, it's the storytelling. So like having interviewed so many people, I know there's nothing to do with loss. Love, but I mean, I, I find it very interesting. You know what I mean? We, we should talk. So good. like when I interview certain people, mm. and for example, if we're interviewing for a brand, it's very different from us having this casual sure. banter yeah. where one thing leads to another and that's fine. Mm. And, but what I found is that after we do this, because you're talking, let's take podcast, right? Topic is strong loss, right? So we mm-hmm. talk about that. I know something about you that I've never known before yeah. that may not come up if we just have lunch or, yeah. you know, because when you talk about focus topic, it's very focused. I have found that through the podcast, I have made so many good friends, mm. you know, and it's because of that. You're talking about one topic and sometimes you pull things out of people that they don't even know is there. Right. I, that's what I like about interviewing mm. people, even if they give very curt answers, like yeah. one or two words. But at the end of the podcast, somehow you become closer. Sure. Do you find, or has that ever happened to you? Of course, of course. I think the connection, like you said, podcast, I think brings two persons closer. Or whatever number of people. Yeah, like five, whatever, yeah, whoever attend that podcast or to be on that podcast closer because you share a topic or something that. I might not know before I do this podcast, correct? Yeah. Like some things that I just share with you from the first 25 minutes, there are probably a lot of things that you didn't know about. No. But now after that, you're like, oh wow, you know, like we know each other better. So there's yeah. a connection, that's like a better connection that, hey, 
next time if we hang out, I don't have to explain that part again. Why? Yeah. And, you yeah. Know. Yeah. So I think that is uh, that's why I think podcast is such a powerful tool. For I think so. To, to connect and to hear that story, because like you said, right, an interview with brands. They will never talk about feelings. No, right? like, no, no, no. What's your loss, bro? Yeah, yeah. no way, you know? no way. Yeah, so hey. it's, yeah, it's, it's more about the surface, like why. Correct, and correct, correct. Very so like brands and this and that. Like yeah. Branding stuff. Yeah. So podcasts would talk a little bit deeper. And one thing I really enjoy listening to podcasts is also the free flow, like what you like, hey, Julie, can we change topic a little bit and talk about this because I'm curious. Yeah. That's where I think a lot of good conversation happens because that's, you know, it's just curious. Curiosity right. will drive up certain, the, the, the real content out of the podcast. Yeah. And it's interesting because you have interviewed like all walks of life, right? And I'm only just started down this path, right? Um, you're doing a great job. You're like a natural. Thank you. Yeah, really? This because I talk too much. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I think not everybody can do a podcast because you need to have a good, first of all, I think a lot of people don't have a good listening. Mm. It's always like one way like, hey, I ask you, you answer. Yeah, but yeah. It, in order to be a very good conversationist, you need to ask the right question yeah. and then also answer at the right time. And no, not overpowering uh, the interview we. Yeah, Correct. Right, yeah. And also when to cut them off. Yeah. Because you know like, some people when they're lost in their thoughts, yeah. they just go on and on and on. But then, you know, there's always a time limit to everything. Yes. yes. So I think I've been told that I cut people off a lot. But I think really? that they don't realize that that person is just like blabbering. Of course, of course. Yeah. Sometimes when we talk, we don't know. And yeah. people are watching like, oh, these two, I can go on about like this thing, I don't want to know. Yeah, so correct, correct, correct. Yeah, don't worry, I edit, I edit. So I make it yeah. quite concise. I hope I'm not like going on with the, No, the, because I feel like people these days don't have that. Like, I mean, there are two hour podcasts out yeah. there. I'm not that person. I like like 25 minutes. So you take the MRT or you commute or I drive to work. Oh, done. When you run, I think that's the best time to listen. Really? To of course. Do you, do, you, do you listen to podcasts when you run? You no. I need to listen to fast music so that my pace... I Okay, I think running uh, with podcasts train your mind not to think about the, the, the run. Oh, yeah, but I more think, leisurely. Not like a fast pace. It depends how... What is your pace? <laughs> leisure mm-hmm. speed. But in general, in general, I think unless uh, you, are, you are training for a certain speed, of course, you listen to something faster. Yeah. Let's say you go for your 8K run. Yeah. Okay, 5 to 8K run. I think you can. And it takes away that sometimes, you know, your mind is like playing with you. Like, yeah. You're getting tired. You're getting yeah. cramped soon. When you listen to a podcast, you forget about a lot of things. Okay, Jace, we can try that. I mean, you still feel, of course, tired and everything. But like, I think that really trained to shift. So, so when I, so the backstory, I started running. I started training for half marathon, which I'm not doing half marathon anymore because it's like, I think a bit too long for me. I, mm. I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, right? So when I was training for half marathon, uh, one week I had, I had to do at least 50k back then, like 50 combined, uh, combined 50k. And some runs are boring, more boring than yeah, the others. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's when I think the podcast comes in handy. I see. And to help. But you need to select a very good podcast. You cannot select a boring one and then you start running and you're like, I want this to end. Yeah, yeah. The podcast yeah, yeah. And it's disrupting your run because you need to Yes, yes, yes. Super annoying. Yeah. So I think you, I always choose something light-hearted and or something that I'm really interested to know. Then I run it. And I know, right, like for example, it's a 60-minute podcast. That's like 10K, for example, right? Yeah, that's, 10K. that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. so I finish. Is that it? You know Just that nice. Yeah. Just nice. So you don't need to, to think about other things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one way of me enjoying my podcast. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I usually listen to it in the morning going to work because I feel like for me it sets my tone for the day. Yeah. Whatever you listen to. Yeah. yeah. What is your what is your week what is your ritual in the morning? Like listening to podcasts? These days not so much. These days just music and coming to work. I try to exercise because I I was feeling a bit bloated and gross in June. So now I started working out like five times a week from like not working Amazing. out for a very long time, yeah. So it was like quite hard building up endurance. But then I feel like, so I started running because I got bored of spinning at home. And I felt I never liked running, right? But then I think as I started doing it more and more, the freedom of just a pair of shoes and the open road was very nice. So I first ran without music. Then after that, I added on music. So now I could try podcasts, yeah, I suppose. Try yeah. Something, but again, I have to... Something more interesting. Something that you're interested in. That's most important. Yeah. Sometimes I randomly pick one podcast and you hate it halfway. 
Yeah. Then you have to look at your phone and and then stop and yeah. that. And then your whole you know, rhythm the rhythm is, is off. off. Yeah. So before I start, I always make sure. For example, during COVID, I always listen to business of hype by Jeff. Yeah. Because I really I think he 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 done a amazing really job good job. Like, yeah. Yeah, and the, of course the people that he interviews are great. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good topics, and that's what we do as well. Like you know, like streetwear. It's good education. Yeah. So during COVID, during the lockdown, I will run and listen to business of hype. You know, if I cannot finish one episode, sometimes it's a bit longer, I'll break to the next day. Like, yeah. I will continue to listen to it. And I anticipate, you know, so the next day I'll be like, looking for for my run. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but I will not... Because sometimes listen. you really need the motivation yeah. to yeah. leave the house. Then I don't, and also I don't want to listen to it at home because I want to do something different during lockdown. Yeah. So I try to, you know, like, you know, during lockdown is quite sad, like, you know, you look out, lockdown, you know, every... It wasn't the best time of our life. It's a bit strange. So that become my happy moments. You know? Yeah. That, yeah. That going out, you know, just to run by myself and listen to podcasts. Yeah. It was great. Like, so that really helped me through the, lock, you know, the lockdown and the whole negativity of it. That's also a loss. That's a loss, yeah. Because you, lo- you, you kind of lose your freedom almost, I guess, and, during and COVID. To add on to the loss like, and COVID, I really thought I was going to do street thing. You know, I told, I told the team, you know, mm. I told... Uh, Julian, you know, the tall photographer. He's my first staff. So I told him, he said, Julian, you know, I don't know whether I told showbiz. I probably did. You know, like, if this lockdown, because during lockdown, the month, you know, we went into lockdown, all our contract ended. Like, everybody is like, hey, sorry, mm. it's, locked. it's COVID, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I cannot, we'll suspend the contract and whatever. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, do, right? yeah. And I said, hey, Julian, we've got six months of saving. i got six months of saving for stripping. That's it, you know. If this lockdown is like seven months, we did. Yeah, I like bye bye, you know, like yeah. another thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think that really during lock the uh, during COVID year was tough, but it taught me a lot of things, you know, like how to. Yeah, I mean, everything is changing. So ever since then, the one thing I really want to share is like I don't look three years later. Now everything I look three months later because mm. I think anything happened after yeah. COVID, right? It's if you think, oh, well, next time, three years later, I'm going to do this. No, not three months. Don't wait. Yeah. I also you, don't wait. I chop my 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 mission and my whatever goals I want up to three months. You know, last time, mm-hmm. you, what's your five years plan? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, five years ago. Yeah. It's too long. So yeah. now I chop everything to smaller goal. Yeah. But I try to achieve within three, three That months. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And even for like projects, you know, like three months, cannot think too like, oh, in five years time, I'm going yeah. to do this. Long, like I've never been that person. I've never been the five year person. So like okay, on the on the topic of loss and gain, right? COVID, right? Uh I was working, I had a cafe called Sugarfin mm. that yeah, I closed I during COVID. And it was a very difficult, like, because like you said, right? You just wishy washy don't know how long it's gonna last. To be fair, we were not bleeding. My landlord was super kind, he was not charging me rent. So that took a load off my chest, right? Um, and then, you know, government were giving grants and this and that. So we were not doing so bad. But then I I don't, didn't know how long the landlord would hold out for me. I didn't know how long this would pan out, right? Yeah. And I couldn't just wait for people to come at the CBD because actually it took a whole year before people yeah. really started going back to work, right? So on hindsight, good job on my part to close. But it was quite painful because it was something that I built from scratch. Mm. The brand, you know, the team, learning how to make coffee, everything. It was tough. But also taking that decision to be like, Okay, like you said, savings, right? So I've started, I started doing freelance, like social media work, um, design work, anything, right? For since 2016. Mm-hmm. So the company is registered in 2016. Mm-hmm. And that was just a shell company that I had no overheads for. All my freelance work, I never put it in my bank. Everything went inside there. So it was like a, a corporate savings. Yeah. yeah, it was a pool. So we had that as a base. And then she just graduated from school, Jason. And she used to work for Sugarfin as like, front counter slash designer slash make use of her do everything I want. Saigon warrior. Shut up. Right? Um, but I was like, you know what? Do you want to take a dive with me? I'm going to try and do something different. Go straight all the way into creatives. Like, take like HR design seriously and mm-hmm. hire. Let me get a freelance architect. Like, just try it out. We just don't know where we're going to go. Try it out for six months. Like, because we had that pool of money, right? Nothing to lose. So we worked out of my house for six months. And then, you know, things were going well. We had retainers because um, we make social media content creation for brands and stuff like that. And then, so we signed this office. So that was like loss and found, right? Yep. And once we signed this office in January last year, we lost all our retainers because hmm. to them, their budgets didn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brands yeah. are like that. Companies are like that. And I was like, oh, fuck. What are we going to do, right? 
um, hustle and shine. Lah. So I feel like whatever you said, a lot of relevance because I think COVID brought out the best and worst in us. The people who are very sad or very just like cannot comprehend or move with it, mm. ride with it, yes. be on your toes, they fall behind. And the ones who can, I feel like I became a better person because of COVID, to be honest. Mm. To be honest. And, and to learn like how to be humble yes. again, all over again. Not that I was a super pompous or whatever, but like actually the cafe is what taught me how to be humble because I'm serving coffee every day. And I don't know why people think that service industry is a low-level type job. I actually really enjoy serving people coffee because it's your daily bread, right, in a way. Yeah. Uh, but my friends are all like, why you want to serve coffee and stuff? Like, I don't think they get it. But when you work every day and you're serving people that are, are ritual, like what you say, everyone's your morning ritual, I see these people twice a day, every day, five days a week. Mm. You know, and, and we have the conversations and it, it, it was so great for me. Losing that was very painful. But gaining this, this company, doing this, the podcast was born during COVID mm. to give people some kind of positivity because I have a lot of friends. That sounded wrong. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who I think are fun, interesting, yeah. may not necessarily be famous, mm. but I just started doing it because of that. And then it just took off. We still don't get paid for doing this. It's really just like a share positivity type thing, born of COVID. And then this year, you know, we lost our contracts and this and that. And everything that we do for Arch, which is like the conversations and yeah. the merchandise, we don't get paid at all. It's just a creative outlet. Because I feel like I need the outlet. Because yes. you know when you work with brands and people Correct. and you keep taking what yeah. the you know they what they want, even though they think they yeah. it's what you design, it's not really because they will just change it to what sure. they want. It gets very taxing. You can start hating on your job. Yeah. So all this we don't get paid, right? But it kind of serves as like therapy. And while we're doing that, I think it gained traction. People saw me as more personable through the podcast because before it's just like Steph right like yeah. this girl like kind of bitchy looking resting bitch yeah like like this look right yeah. and then became more personable and one thing led to another even though we're not getting paid for this still don't we got more jobs yeah. for other things yeah. just other things in general yes um so to 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 what you were saying right small goals short term goals three months goal that is a very succinct way of putting it because I never thought about it that way because I was just hustling right yeah. like the whole year uh, one quarter at a time. Don't even dare to look too far ahead, you know, because you just, when you run a company, I'm sure you understand this, is project-based, right? Your yep. retainers, even if they come, they can go. Yeah. And they can sign a one-year contract, but they can't just fuck off. They don't give a shit. The contract is nothing to them, you know? So, um, to that point, I think it makes a lot of sense. For SME business owners, I run everything myself. You know, we come up, I, I don't know about you, but I'm guessing you do too. Same. Marketing, PR, Same. back end, front end, whatever. So I'm just, I mean, just me. Everything, yes. Right? Um, and it's fun. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't like it is my business is my heart and soul. Uh, but through COVID, that loss, this gain, it has been a lot of emotional challenge. Sure. And to sum it all up, right? What advice do you have for people with everything they've been through from Malaysia, mm -hmm. losing that, coming to Singapore, building, then almost losing again in COVID, right? So it's like lost, yeah. far, lost, far, right? I think the number one rule in what we do, I mean, similar, we don't might not do exactly yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But in what we do, SME, okay, uh, somewhat creative, somewhat unorthodox, because we're not doing, we're not opening a bank. I wish I opened a bank, but we're not. It's, I think you need to stick to what you love. That is very important, meaning what really touches your heart and say, Passionate when you passion. wake up the next day, like, I want to do it again. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that is something that a lot of people, they give up halfway, they're like, very tired. Yeah. It's like running. So I think running is a very good example. Running taught It's a good me, metaphor. Yeah. Running taught me one thing that very important is like, you need to reach your goal in order. For example, they say, today I'm going to run 5K. That is your goal. Yeah. Right? If, I always have a goal. Yeah. If, if okay, if you stop at three, you haven't reached your goal. Right? Yeah. So how do you stick with it? So actually running... It's a lot of mental resilience. A lot of mental training. Yeah. yeah. The discipline of... You say three, uh, you finish three. You say five, yeah. you finish three. And, and it's yourself. Yeah. You're not challenging anyone else. You're not else, telling anybody, hey yeah. guys, I'm going to go for 5K run. Thank yeah. you. You're telling yourself. And one thing I like to trick myself is, I always say, hey, today I'm going for 3K now. Mm. Then I hit four, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah, same, same, same. <laughs> so you know myself, the watch, right? I'll put like three. Yes. Then if I go over, I'll be like, okay, I won't, I won't, I won't celebrate it at the time because I cannot breathe. Yes. But like when I get home. You're like, yeah, yeah, you trick yourself, you know? Yeah. So I think for, for, for our work, it's the same. Like sometimes, I'm not asking you to trade yourself, but you need to stick with it. Like, you need to stick with it long enough. You see what we do, you look at all the successful people out there, okay? I hope I can be one of them, but those who really make it, made it, 
are the ones who stick with it for a long time. Yeah. There's no. It doesn't happen overnight. No, no. Unless you're a one hit wonder. Like, you, you do a one hit wonder, you're not, you're not going to last very long. Unless you keep doing a one hit wonder for a hundred times, then you're a many hit wonder, right? Yeah. So, I think that's number one rule. Like, you stick with what you love, okay, uh, for a very long time. And then you will see the result. Second thing, a lot of people, a lot of young people say, now we're going to make money. So, I think making money is important. I would never say, hey guys, passion comes first. Come on, man. We need to pay salary, need to yeah. pay rental, whatever yeah. we need to pay, right? Most important is to have the balance. Like what you're talking about, this podcast is very important. Every creative need an outlet. You do what you love. That's what you love. And then it will attract the money. You know what I mean? So if you start out with thinking about money first, right? You will never get more. I, I believe you will never be passionate enough to do what you do. Yeah. You just have money, ma. So it doesn't mean that you are passionate. Yeah. Just love the money, you know what I mean? So I always believe like whatever that we do, we must find the outlet, whether it's through a podcast, do something that you think might not make money, but eventually maybe it might. I don't know. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. I, we must have that to keep reminding ourselves like, why do we do what we do? Yeah. That's very important, right? Then it's the same thing like, you know, oh, I'm so happy to do this podcast because this like what? We share energy, we meet yeah. people and then organically i think through that honestly i've gotten a lot more clients yes, just exactly. by sharing this energy yeah. so that that i think is very important to have that that outlet for you to be creative and to do what you do yeah be you you know yeah you do you and then the rest will come i always believe in that good energy be creative stick to what you do to add on to that point, I think also have to be a little bit more pragmatic. Like for example, I know you have to know yourself, self-awareness. So I know that I can come up with ideas very easily. You know, I can put together a string of, um, let's say this podcast uh, collaterals or like uh, whatever design, right? I can come up with it very easily, but I can't draw. Mm. And neither can I use AI and I, I can't design that way, right? Um, so you hire someone or you outsource. I think you need to know your limitations. And also, no one man can do it all. It's impossible. You can't be good at everything you do. Like in my business, even though I have to run everything, I know that I'm not the best at budgets. I know that I'm not good at content. So then you, yes. I trust my team a yes. lot. I'm not the kind of person where it's like, listen to me. Yeah. When I do I Like I always ask, hey, what's your advice? What do you think? How do you feel? Because they may have some ideas like, or, or they just may be better at what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, we're all just people. See, like what you said, to that point again. Yeah. And I feel like, I'm very happy working here. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like the weekends are too short. I feel like the weekends are too long. Yes. And I can't wait to come back. I love this space. I love coming here. I love being with my team. Same. And it's weird. I know maybe they don't feel the same way. I don't know. I but we're always laughing and yeah. like, you know, it's that kind of energy that I love. And I think to his point to add on, right? You have to find a family because work is also family, I feel. A team of people that you love and trust that you grow together with and they, can you stop this? And like you want to, you know, do things with. And they may not be the best at what they do. Mm. Right? Like I cannot afford to hire a 10K designer with like 20 year experience and stuff like that. But I think that we can all be exposed and learn and train our minds just as how you train yourself to run. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're talking exactly about how what I think about my team, you know, like it's the same, like don't shut up, show this. Like <laughs> she she's probably the first person I see. And, you know, whenever I come back from our trip, you know, we travel so much. Whenever I come back, I'm so happy to see her. You know, I'm so happy to see my other team members today. They might be all the misfits, you know. Mm. But, you one know. One thought, one Yeah, whatever, <laughs> like, whatever shape, like, you name it, I got them all. I yeah. like sizes, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm so happy to be there, you know, like, we laugh all the time. Like, people probably think they're not working. Same yeah. like you, you know, yeah. you about, yeah. you know, making jokes and, like, making... But talking shit all the yeah, time. exactly. Like, people probably think, like... But not talking shit about people. We're just, yeah, like, yeah, shitting yeah, on yeah, ourselves, yeah. you know. Like, people probably think, like, these guys, they rent an office just to for laugh. fun. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but we, I mean, when we work, we work, you know. But it's it's fun. I think that's very important that you don't drag yourself, like, oh, my yeah. God, I gotta go to work yet. I gotta see showbiz again. Oh, my God, I don't wanna yeah. see that. But, yeah. you know, it's different. Like it's, like it's a totally different work culture from the past. Yes, correct. So, I think you need to find a good tribe yeah. also when it comes to work or yeah. just following your passion or whatever. Yep. And to be realistic, I feel like I talk to a lot of youngsters and they don't actually know what they want, which is normal, right? When you want hot the fuck, you know what you want to do, right? But they're not even aware of job rules. They're not aware of JDs. Yep. It's very foreign to them because everything is just like social media, yeah. TikTok. Like, it's all online. 
Whereas actually it's not. So I think that whatever he just said, to add on to that also, maybe then find out what you're good at doing yep. and then chase that first. Yes. If you have no real passion or idea, yeah. find your skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find your love, find what you do best, then you decide from there. Correct. Yeah, when you're young, I always tell people, when you're young, you can afford to fail. Yeah. When you're 40 something like me, you cannot like, you know. Can I mean? la, still can like you can no, it's 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 tough. That's right. You I mean, can, I, but it's just a harder ladder exactly. to climb back. So up. so I always say like people young younger people come ask me, Hey Tree, you know, is it okay to do what I do now? What if I fail? I say, fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can afford to fail. Correct. What will happen when you're twenty two, right? Yeah. You fail. Nothing. Nothing, you know. Just like, don't go to jail, guys. Yeah, exactly. don't, don't don't fuck it up don't, that way. Yeah, don't commit crime. Yeah. Don't do crazy shit. Yeah. As in like if you fail at whatever you think you can do, try again. Yeah. That's very important. I think that's the other thing about failure. Accept it. Mm, yeah. You learn something, from it. You always find something. Correct. Something, exactly. You know? For real. Yeah. Like, through COVID, like, losing the, the company was really such a big blow to me because, yeah. like, so many years of effort, like, mm. you think, oh, it's gone, gone down the drain, you know, like, but if you keep going down, spiraling down that path, I would not have been like, you know what, no, exactly. no time for this. Let's think what's next, what's next, yeah. you know. Where is company, heartbreaks. Oh, love, yeah, for sure. Friendship. I think, you know, when you lose it, new one will come, you know? Yeah, yeah, you have to so let it go, though. You need to let it go. You cannot like, oh, I wish. Same thing like you were talking about the OGs, right? Some things, of course, you know, we were born like, I I, I enjoy my 90s and 2000, but I can't, That's I a can't great really live in the past. Oh, same. You know? same. I, I enjoy what, what's happening now. I enjoy new music. Yeah, I try, same. You know, like everything, I, why, I mean, I love the past, not to say I don't love the past, but, there's still many things to enjoy now. Yeah, yeah. No need to always like, oh, you know, Wu Chang is the best. Yes, Wu Chang is the best, but I still like this, this new music too, you know? Yeah, yeah, same. I think to be open as well, to receive. Very important, yeah. Yeah, be open to, okay, to sum it up, I feel like we're so lost all, you know? Yeah. To sum it up, so, so. Uh, Chui is saying, right, stick true to your passions. True. I'm saying be realistic, like filter down your skill sets, yep. then pursue it. Yeah. If you lose something, physically or you know friendships or whatever allow it i think reconcile like your own differences forgive yourself forgive people and then move forward yeah yeah lost and found lost and found yes make t-shirt yeah time to make merch yeah. is it well, street street thing. Thing. You know, for one, lost and found really. <laughs> then we can make t-shirt t-shirt street lost thing lost and found collaboration uh, lots of logos yeah, yeah. that's that's 2000 under. Oh, sorry, sorry. Move forward. Yeah. Yeah, move forward. 2024. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks, Julie. Thanks Thank for coming you. on. Thanks for sharing your experiences. It was great energy.